following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! And away we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast. Boy, I know we are all having a good time today. That is because it is about as official as it gets. Dan Snyder, about 72 hours from the recording of this show, issuing a statement saying he has agreed to sell the Washington Commanders to the Josh Harris Group. As former President Gerald Ford once said, My fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. (laughs) Almost 25 years of the most inept ownership in modern history. So Dan Snyder selling the Commanders for $6.05 billion to the Josh Harris Group. Josh Harris, who, of course, owns the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia 76ers and part of Crystal Palace as well. News broke on this last Friday. I'm sure by now, obviously, we've all heard about it. So what we're going to do in a couple of minutes is we're going to go back inside the last couple of weeks to kind of take you and take you behind the scenes and let you see exactly what led up to the trigger eventually being pulled. On Friday, And rest assured, everything that you heard over the weekend about there being some hurdles for for the uh, uh, for the ownership, the finance committee to and the ownership group to to resolve. It's going down. Trust me, this whole thing will be completed this summer. You know, the bell was you, the bell was rung a long time ago. Believe me, even if. In some, you know, worst-case scenario thing, Josh Harris turns out to be a Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme guy. Uh, The NFL will just pick up the tab just to get Dan Snyder out of the league. Trust me, that's how much he is reviled right now. We're going to learn all about this from our good friend A.J. Perez from FrontOfficeSports.com. He'll be joining us in just a couple of minutes. Take us behind the scenes of everything that went on leading up to the announcement of the sale last Friday. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Boys and girls, let's face it. With coffee starting out at 5 bucks, that's without any of the customizations. Our bank accounts are always somehow completely depleted. That's because we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but they're priced differently solely on the brand name. So a good duplicate or a dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. Well, one dupe that you shouldn't sleep on 
Raycon wireless earbuds. Now, Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Look, some of the other premium brands out there, I get it. You, they spend a ton on marketing, and that's why you want them. But you pay two, $300 for a pair of earbuds, and then they get lost. Uh, you know how you feel when that happens. It's happened to all of us. Well, Raycon's mission is to prove you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for good quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase has to be perfect. So they offer buy now and pay later options, which means right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They got an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a couple of bucks. And they have free domestic shipping as well. And a flat fee for international shipping. They also have over 50,000 five-star reviews. I got a pair of them, and they're absolutely awesome. I mean, you know, again, you want to go and buy a pair of the premium brand kinds. Hey, God love you. But I'm telling you, no difference between Raycon and some of those other ones out there. And they look great. You get three customizable sound profiles. You get earbud tap functions, noise isolation. That's the big thing. Awareness mode, custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit, crystal clear call quality, water and sweat resistant, and eight hours of playtime in everyday earbuds. You can't beat it. So go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today and get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Like the lamp during the hockey postseason with DraftKings Sportsbook, right now new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. It's all with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. In fact, I'm looking at it right now. We got the Panthers and the Lightning starting this week, game one of their series. Right now, you go on there, you can get the Panthers plus one and a half on the puck line for game one because it's down in Raleigh. You can also get um, an over-under total of five and a half. You can get the Panthers minus 135 on the money line if you want. And it's also simple to do. You just go, you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up. Very important. Sign up with the code THPN. That helps you as a new customer make a $5 hockey playoff bet, score $150 in bonus bets instantly. It's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts, 800-327-5050, or visit gamblinghelplinem.org in New York, 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over in most eligible states, but age does vary by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Joining us now, A.J. Perez, our good friend from frontofficesports.com. He 
He's been all over it. You know, he had AJ. Thanks again for joining us. You have been a, uh, a godsend during this whole thing and kind of our, ins- our window into the, uh, into the uh, inner workings of this sale here. Yeah. Yeah. That's been uh it concluded quickly. I did. I was supposed to be in Mississippi last week for a work assignment, and I actually canceled it like you know, last Monday. So I, I, I didn't know it would come this quickly, but I wanted to be around just in case. And I'm glad I did because I was still in Mississippi on Friday. Yeah. No, I hear you. So, all right, let's go back to last week and, and do a little postmortem here. Obviously, <clears throat> the news drops on Friday. We get the Dan Snyder uh, announcement and then the Josh Harris announcement. Was it a complete surprise, or did you guys up there that's been covering this know that something had been building for a while, and were you kind of on standby? It was pretty much that. You know, there was all the reports. We saw the reports last week from other oh, outlets, yes. or it's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I was like, you know, I was on Chris Russell's show. I'm like, yeah, calm down, everybody. It's like, it's going to get done. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of had a little clue of when, but I thought it'd be like Wednesday of this week. I did, it would be Wednesday or sooner, I thought, you know, this coming Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I, I knew they were, very, they were very close. It just kind of, it just the details there. It was nothing about identification was never, you know, it was discussed maybe a couple months ago. Um, but it was never really, you know, first of all, the league wouldn't allow it comes kind of any kind of blanket thing, really wouldn't go for it. And Harris doesn't want to, you know, I don't think Harris or, you know, I don't think anybody in the ownership group wants to carry over anything and be responsible for anything that Dan Snyder did while he was owner. Um, so I think that was like a non-starter. Then there was issues with Harris's bid. No, they, they, the issue with Harris's bid is how many, you know, he has up to, he has at least 12. We know at least, we, we, we know 12 names of the, uh, his, you know, his, yeah, his partner count. And he can have to, he can have to 24. Yeah, that's the limit. You know, the, the, the NFL bylaws spell out 25 owners. So that's one controlling owner and 24 limited partners. And uh, it, it just takes a lot to go through. And not only, you know, especially when you have families involved, that was kind of a new wrinkle. Um, you know, having two families involved would probably t- does take longer. Those that could be what those other reports were hinting at and literally didn't get at was it's it's just it's a lot to go through. And, um, you know, you're even in. Yeah. And so that that was pretty much it. It was just kind of the whole vetting process, which has been going on for many, many weeks, you know, even though even though the, even though the application really didn't go on until, I guess, Friday. Uh, you know, they, they, the, the league had the, you know, the parameters of the, and, and, and the particulars of the deal and they knew who was involved. They've known that for many weeks. So they were, they've been going on in the background. Now that sets up, you know, we'll probably not going to have a vote next week in Minnesota, but we will have one, um, you know, by the start, probably, you know, hopefully by, you know, sometime between, um, you know, mid June to middle of August, you know, it, it, it'll, it, so it's almost certainly from my sources tell me we'll have a new well, it'll the owners will vote, and there's no opposition that we know of, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know it'll it'll easily get 24, if not, you know, every owner voting in favor of this deal. Right, right. So the the reports earlier last week um, that we saw about uh, about there being some minor issues and it could be a holdup, and it's not quite as far along as as some people made it out. What what? came out of all that from the finance committee was it was it just there's this huge amount of paperwork because of the way things uh, are structured i really don't have the particulars of what happened inside the the particulars you know i talked to people my sources but what my sources tell me is what was reported wasn't what happened uh you know that was, interesting and, um, you know there <laughs> were yeah uh, so it was kind of like you know that it, it First of all, you know, there are a lot of lawyers involved in this. You know, there wasn't really a presentation, um, you know, as much because they know, they pretty much have known for a little bit. Um, they're not, and they're not, you know, there's just, 
he has allies, you know, on the finance committee. You know, there mm-hmm. are, you know, the crafts and, you know, the and, and the others, you know, they 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 know Josh Harris. They know him from having 5% of the Steelers. He's been around the league for a bit that way. Y'all, they also can, they also know he's a fellow sports team owner. You know, he's managing partner of, of the Sixers and Devils. So they, they know he's not an unknown quantity. It's not like we have Steve Apostolopoulos hopping in there and they're like, oh, well, who is this guy? No, it's like, it's Josh Harris. And he has, and he has, you know, we got two other billionaires that we know of at, well, I guess three, if you count the family, I guess it'd be, you know, four billionaires total in this whole group. Right. Um, you know, there, it's a lot of money. And, you know, and, and you also have guys like, you know, which I reported yesterday about um, uh, what Magic Johnson, who's probably not putting a lot of money in compared to some like Rails and a couple others, but he's a name and he can do things and he can open doors. And we, and we, and within the last two or three weeks, he, he spoke with the governor, Westmore of Maryland. So, and he may have, who knows if he's talked to Yunkin or anybody else, because Yunkin's office is not getting, getting, getting back to me. Um, so, uh, but we know there's, but we, we also know there's interest in DC and Mary Bowser will talk to pretty, you know, she talked to Snyder a lot. So, which you know, no one really talked about that. You know, there's been, you know, the, the move for RFK isn't new and it's very, it's, and even though we have a new ownership, which, which is, uh, and fans, you know, are going to welcome them. You know, there are so many issues with RFK, which I think they're, they are solvable, but they are, you know, it's, it's not the easiest path. It's uh it's the hardest path, but it's also the one the fans want the most. Yeah. That brings me to my, my next question, because as you reported on, and I think as I posted on Twitter this morning, now all of a sudden, everybody wants to get back on the, on the stadium bandwagon. Magic Johnson meets with, uh, with the governor of Maryland, as you said, where, all of a sudden, it looks like this stadium process is just completely alive again. Right now, everybody wants to get in on it. Yeah, and it's it is. I mean, it's kind of it, it really opened up when it looked, you know, when the whole tentative deal about a month ago was was announced. Um, you know, it, that was, you know, they, that's when things things kind of got going. And you know, there's Maryland's Maryland's going to be making a major push. I think Maryland Maryland has the teams are already based there, or at least the 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 stadium space there they do want to develop that area they've wanted to they've even last year they have a proposal to develop it none of that money could be used because of dan snyder none of that money could be used to you know to towards a new stadium but they want to develop you know develop that land around there and i think uh you know so i think now that now dan snyder's gone i think there's gonna be a major push in maryland to i'm not sure how much public money but they're already spending hundreds of millions of dollars to upgrade um uh Camden Yards and also M&T Bank Stadium. So, you know, they're, they're, they're not against it. Um, and I think in Virginia, you know, Virginia's here in Virginia, we're kind of just hamstrung by our legislature because we, they're going to meet once more this year that we know of. We don't even know when. It'll be sometime late June, most likely. And the budget's set for another fiscal year going forward. So it's going to be hard to, you know, move stuff around. But I think Yunkin, even though he hasn't gotten back to me, my sources are telling me Yunkin's likely going to send down the bill for it to, to study a student to study a stadium authority. And we're still, we're not going to be breaking ground probably another minimum 18 months, probably two years. We're breaking right. ground, maybe. So it's going to take a couple, couple years to construct it. So we're looking five years, maybe um, maybe five seasons from now, we'll open up, maybe four to five seasons, we'll open up a new stadium. So a lot of time. And the 2027 lease at FedEx, not a big deal. They can go to year to year, basically, after. Because um, they own the land, they just have to get the, re- the lease uh, kind of reauthorized. Uh, so there's like, the, the, so there's no major rush. The major rush was to get Dan Snyder out. Now we're to the second part of it, which is, which is, uh, I guess the third would probably be the name for most fans. But that's the, <laughs> the, um, the second part is like, you know, where's the team you know, going to be based in? What, what does that mean for the team headquarters here in, 
in, in Ashburn, um, what does it mean for business? You know, it's 30 years old. It's we saw the NFLPA grade. It's not great. Um, so they're, they're going to they're have to do something there. Um, and it's also weird that, you know, like half a lot of the businesses that I even based the team headquarters now have been moved to FedEx. So there's a, you know, it's kind of like a weird setup right now. So because it's Ashburn just can't house everybody, you know, all the team employees and ticketing. Ticketing has, has always been done, far as I know, has always been done through FedEx and those employees and some other business uh um yeah business uh, um ops people are, are are in fedex too so you know they're kind of so that's going to be you know I'm, I'm i'm guessing harris will probably would like some everybody in the same area so we'll you know but they're, i think ashburn's gonna say ashburn for, for, for the hq especially if rfk gets um uh rfk gets uh, done because there's not enough room to build a practice facility and, and a team headquarters there um there's barely enough room to put a 60,000 seat stadium there uh, <laughs> with very right. with very little parking and a lot of pissed off neighbors so mm -hmm. uh it's uh so it you know i think uh there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts and but you know let harris take over he, he doesn't have the keys quite yet you know downside still has them until the owners uh the owners uh vote to approve and then even it'll be a few more days until you know center gets the money and then it's all done Right. So, uh, right. yeah, it's so yeah, we're not a little, little early, but now we can start talking about that because it's like there's very, there's like a 0.5 percent chance that this this that that Dan Snyder, it, you know, there's a there's a bigger chance he that that this could drag out a little longer and maybe Harris doesn't take over until a couple weeks into the season, but it's going to be his and uh, there's very little chance that it's not and uh, now you can start looking down the road at uh, at at the stadium at a name change at. You know a lot of the other things, but there's uh you know there's a lot of things to fix in the in in the uh you know in after right after uh you know uh, Harrison Company take over the team. Yeah, I mean he's buying a distressed asset at the top of the market, and he's going to have a pretty big punch list when he comes in. I mean, how much money is this group going to have to put into the organization? Do you think just to fix the glaring problems that we've seen, not just stuff at FedEx, but you know, just try to semi-modernize uh, team headquarters out at Ashburn and all the rest. Yeah, I could see them building an annex. That would be the very, the very first thing I'm guessing they would do. Uh, build 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 a, a kind of weight training annex or maybe some remote offices. I know we're we're already we're already at a portable. When I report out of there, all the beat writers are at a portable um, about 30 yards from the main building. You know, yeah. they're going to probably see some some kind of temporary buildings go up, um, and uh, and other you know, there's going to be. There's a lot to fix and it's not going to be done overnight. And I think Harris, you know, Harris is going to leave, you know, everybody in charge as long as they haven't implicated in Mary Jo White's investigation. Um, they're going to leave, leave everybody in charge, uh, you know, where they're at um, and going forward. And I think, you know, he, yeah, that's what he did uh, with the, with, with the devils and Sixers. He did not go in and make a, but come in first day and make a bunch of changes. Usually for the first season, season plus, it'll pretty much everybody, the coaching staff and, to the front office was pretty much unchanged. And I think we're going to have that here now, now that, uh, you know, after the season, I'm sure we're going to see when we get to, you know, February, January, February, if the team makes the Super Bowl, maybe a little later, uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, I know pipe dream there, but yeah, I think they're, you know, they're, I wouldn't say anybody's under a microscope. They're just going to be trying to figure out who, who is, uh, you know, who's, uh, who's a good fit, who's, who's, uh, and, uh, you know, and their capabilities. And it's so like, it's not just the front office. We can, uh, you know, a lot of business operations that you know, we've, we've seen the ticket ticket up, you know, uptick as far as uh, sales go, you know, from, from the November sales announcement, but we didn't even know what was happening with, with the, you know, with, with the sale at the time. You know, I think a lot of fans are going to be, um, you know, a lot of fans and businesses and corporations and partners, I mean, we're going to see a lot of more interest and probably already a lot of it, a lot of busy people right now trying to keep up over, over at, at FedEx and also here at Ashburn. 
I hear that, uh, and uh, I don't know how much uh, time you've spent out at Ashburn, but I guess the reports have been, I've heard people say it, it's almost, you know, already like a new day there. There's a palpable sense of relief that Snyder's gone. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, I haven't been out there since, you know, I was out there for the Eric B enemy and it felt different. It was, you know, the team has felt different since Jason, Jason Wright came in. I mean, going in there and, and the people that he's that, you know, that he's surrounded himself with the last couple of years, it has felt, it was very adversarial, um, you know, up until Jason Wright came in. It probably was still adversarial a little bit after, but it's just, it was, it was a different feeling then when Jason Wright came in. Um, and I think he tried to change the, and he did, he did a decent job changing kind of the climate and everything else. And now granted the name change probably didn't, Laura wasn't great. Um, and, uh, team missing the playoffs last year didn't help. And, but it's, uh, you know, there's, there, there was a sense that things are going in the right direction even. And, you know, it was, it, it, when being there for the B enemy press conference, it would just seems like, yeah, there were, everybody was, you know, Snyder didn't have any really involvement, much involvement with, with, uh, with his hire, didn't have much involvement in the draft, if any. I think it's, uh, you know, th- so everything was pointed towards that this was going to, you know, that there was a light at the end of the tunnel and that light finally, we, we actually saw the end of the tunnel on Friday. Oh, pretty much the end of the tunnel. We saw, we're pretty much almost out of the, uh, out of the tunnel now. So what should we expect, do you think, from Josh Harris uh, as an owner? I mean, we know about trust the process in Philadelphia. And he's, <laughs> yeah. he's got the, you know, the devils are back in the playoffs this year after the you know first time in a long time. What do you think commander fans are going to get with this guy? He's not going to be very public. He's not going to be, but he, and again, he's not going to be Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder has been interviewed since 2014. Right. Um, and he, that was for the name for like the old name, the old R name. That was, mm-hmm. that's why he went on TV for that. <laughs> right. uh, and they went on his radio station when he still owned it. Um, but he, you know, Harris will do a couple news conferences a year, but he puts people, you know, he puts, he puts the best people he feel in it. And you know, that, that he feels you know, for the role and lets them manage. He does, and he gives them support. You know, he wants, he does the, I got where I see a quote about, you know, he gives you, uh, you know, they, he, 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 he wants to, you know, you to be accountable and he's a hold you to, you know, he's a hold you to that. You know, he's not going to let you go free reign and do whatever you want. If you're, if you're a top manager, but he, but he's, he, he's going to hire people that he trusts. He's going to let them manage it. He's not going to be meddling in on personnel issues. He's not, he's going to be in all the big decisions. He, I don't think he's going to be, you know, in next year's draft room and see you know, and making decisions instead of the GM, um, you know, so I think, um, I think Martin Mayhew is going to be fine. Uh, you know, you know, there's a lot of people for the team now that may that, that, that may stick around long-term. We don't know. Um, so there's uh so there's that, you know, I'm not saying, you know, they're, but you know, there's all. Whenever someone comes in, the first thing they do, they want to hire their own people, which I never really understood. Because if someone's really good at their job and they're doing well, and I'm not saying the situation here, it's the chief in general. If someone's doing a good job for whatever they're doing, and some company, you know, if someone buys your company, they're not going to like, you know, you should not going to go and fire employees because they don't, you know, they don't know you. You know, he's going to get to know these employees. Um, and he's going to put managers and eventually put his own people in, I guess, maybe in, in uh, some position. But, you know, the, the first job is just to see what you have and see who fits and see what you need. Because he he's all about giving resources. I, I've talked to former executives, former coaches um, and who worked under Josh Harris. And it's like, you know, they all say this, but the same thing. It's like, you know, they he gives us, you know, he gives us the tools to be successful. He does you know, hold us accountable, but it's not like he's not lording over you. He's not looking over your shoulder either. So there, it's, so you get you 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 get the freedom to do what 
you know, you feel you need to do in whatever job you have in whatever organization he, you know, he owns or, you know, manages or you know, co-owns that. So it's, so it's going to be uh, it'll be like, a, like, like the process, but yeah, it'll be a process, but it won't be, you know, it's not going to be, you know, the NFL is not, you can rebuild faster in the NFL than you can anywhere else. You know, you got these, 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 most NFL players last three, three, three to five years, you know, always a bunch of turnover. You're going to find, you know, diamonds in the rough, you know, sign them out of the XFL, USFL, wherever, you know, so there's there, you can change an NFL team uh, fairly quickly. Um, you don't have to tank forever and hopefully get good, you know, for, for draft picks. And I think this, this team is not that far off. I know they didn't address the quarterback situation really. You know, I guess, I guess Hal's going to be the guy this year. I don't know how that, but who knows? He could go out and kill. He could be his, his if he does get the starting job out of camp and keeps it. You know, I think uh, you know that's we, we saw Brock Purdy. No one knew who he, who he was. He was third string for the for 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 the, for the Niners. And I think uh, you know there's uh, you know so we don't know. So we don't know what what uh, Josh yeah, with uh, oh sorry Sam Howell's going to be doing under right. Josh Harris. So final question. Bottom line in the sports. When do you think the whole thing's official? Harris writes the check and uh, gets the keys to the office. Yeah, I see. Uh, very unlikely next week, but who knows at this point? I'm 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 done saying that's nothing's gonna happen. But <laughs> I think we, I, I think well the, the, now that we're now that we're back along the NFL bylaws, which I know fairly well. You know the um, excuse, sorry, allergies are killing me. No um, the, the finance committee, the the uh, the uh, um, the the the, uh, the uh, finance committee. Once they get the final proposal, they're gonna they'll they'll if it goes this way, they'll 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 set a date for a special meeting. Um, I would expect that to be late June, July ish. Could take longer, depending on 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 the vetting process, because we don't even know all. You know, we we know twelve of the names slash families of limited partners. We don't know there's going to be maybe up to five others. Um, you know, they're they're well under the twenty four limit, but you know, there's going to be others that, and I'm sure they're the league knows who they are, and we don't yet. But uh, it's uh, so that's going to take a while. Um, but there's really no issues. I think there's really nothing to be holding this back. There's no there's no lack of funding or anything like that. There's it's it's just now the NFL going through you know finishing up their their betting process, which is, was been basically done in the background for several weeks. Now that it's uh, now that it's official, uh, you know that's uh, you know that'll you know speed things up. But yeah, but, but the, the one person who doesn't get enough recognition is what, what Roger Goodell did behind the scenes to get this deal done. I think here is. You know, he did, you know, he did, he was, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know how vocal he was, but he wanted to get it done. And I think he, and I think he made that clear to Snyder. Um, he did not, he did not make it clear to Harris. Harris wanted to get it done too. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, so it, they could, they, they could ramp up the vetting process, hire an outside firm, hire, you know, some, some kind of, you know, consultancy firm or something to finish this stuff or, or a security firm for the, for, uh, you know, for vetting the um, criminal backgrounds of everybody. It's not going to take longer. It's not going to take that much longer. So I think we're, I think I would say at the very latest end of August, but I think for, mm. for, for a vote, but I think it'll, it'll, it'll happen sooner. And now granted, I won't know until I, I get to town next week for the meetings and I'll have a better idea then. Gotcha. You know, I lied. One other question. Are we going to see the Mary Jo White report before oh. the final papers are signed? Yeah, that was Forgot all about that. Friday. Yeah, I, that's something I, 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 I reported Friday when everything else was coming out. And I was hitting it going back to my sources. Uh, There's one line of thinking in the NFL front office, according to one source, who said that they don't want to release it now or just after the sale um, is completed by well, what's the NFL owner's vote. Um, because you know they don't want to saddle um, Harris with some bad publicity. Granted, it's not his bad publicity; it's 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 Snyder. But then you're automatically you have a new owner, honeymoon period's begun, and now we're talking about the old owner. So there's a, there there's a line of thinking at the end of the front office that they don't want to release it till later this year. Maybe not even till December 
It's mm. going to come out. And Snyder did whatever. And I've never been able to confirm the, the identification or 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 Snyder arguing over the release of the report. And I'm glad you probably, I mean, just <clears throat> and not, not to doubt the reports, but, you know, about uh, about Mary Jo White's, uh, you know, and whether Snyder doesn't want to come out. Of course, doesn't want to come out. It's going to be very <laughs> bad. It's not going to they found stuff. She found stuff that no one else has found. And look at how many investigations were going to be six, seven investigations in at this point. And she wow. found a lot of stuff. And wow. so it's, yeah, so it's not going to be pretty. Um, now, well, what, and I don't know, if I, I have a couple single source and off the record things about what she found, it, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's uh, possible more workplace harassment um, going back years, not necessarily now, but, but also um, you know, toxic workplace stuff that's been well reported before, but also more, I, I heard there's also more information as, as far as uh, misconduct financially. Um, now, I don't know if it's criminal because there is a criminal investigation going on right now by the feds, uh, U.S. Attorney's Office here in Virginia. So you know, I don't know. That's a that's the other part of it. You know, the the, the NFL doesn't like to release fi criminal findings or any kind of findings that if there's an open investigation done by law enforcement, and we're that's where we're at right now. That's another reason potentially the White report will be delayed. Um, so uh, so that's they that just that just. Not just going. This is not being anything for my sources. Just having covered all these investigations, going back to Deflate Gate, going back to the Star Caps with the New Orleans Saints. It's it, going back to yeah. So it's been I've covered these things for over over a dozen years. So you know that that's just how the NFL operates. Uh, yeah. We saw it with Ray Rice. We saw it with a lot of other the play sticker for what was his name for for the Giants. We've seen it several several times over the years. So you know that's so we don't yeah. It's it's going to be it'll be if it. If what I'm hearing and what the and the final report will include it, and I don't think Snyder has any, you know, hope, hopefully he'll have no say on what the contents will be. It'll be pretty. It'll it'll be damaging for Snyder's area. Like, well, I don't know how much more they could damage it, but it it <laughs> it could it could very well, um, you know, raise some eyebrows. Raise some eyebrows. He might want to look at a country that ha doesn't have an extradition treaty. It sounds like with the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, well, at least the Mary Jo White's report, she can't do, she can't charge any crimes. Now the feds, we'll see. I, I don't know. I we, I don't huh. have any new information on 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 that, and those can go on for a long time too. You know, it could be we could be looking another year before if there's an indictment. I don't don't think the indictment for what? I have no idea even. You know, yeah. but they were. Yeah, so uh, that's another thing I'll be digging into uh, once this uh, once uh, once we get closer to uh, you know, the owners voting. Um, you know, I'll be able to during that time. I'll be trying to figure that out. You see, just when you think you get out, they pull you <laughs> back in. <laughs> AJ Perez, front office sports. You can follow him on Twitter. I encourage you to do that at by AJ Perez, my friend. Thank you so much. We will talk again soon. Sounds good. That's going to do it for us. Making the clock on the wall say we got to get out of here. Don't forget you can follow us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Have a good one. Talk to you next week. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, we're white. <laughs>